Assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. I'm Sumeria Jamal of AccidentalMuslims.com, Durban. AccidentalMuslims.com is a movement and a platform where we showcase current and future leaders to help us live with purpose. This podcast hopes to add value to your life, so listen up and enjoy. Assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh and welcome to AccidentalMuslims.com, Durban. I'm Samaya and joining me today, I have Fatima Mutala Mullah. She's a daughter, a wife, a mother and an entrepreneur. She is the owner and founder of Binte's Kitchen, a unique guilt-free online store catering for low-carb and gluten-free treats. Fatima enjoys to blog and vlog her way through life and keeps it real. She was recently nominated and placed third in the Adiva Businesswoman of the Year Awards 2018. Fatima, assalamu alaikum and shukran so much for joining us. Walaikum salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Really humbled that um, you chose to interview me. Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah. We are honored to have you with us today. So the first question is, who is Fatima Mutala Mullah? I think that you kind of, you did a great summary. <laughs> <laughs> but basically, as you've introduced me, I do consider myself a daughter first and then a wife and a mother and all of that. But my passion recently has been health and wellness and creating halal goods for people out there that are healthy and easily accessible for either a child that's gluten intolerant or an adult. That's been my my business and therefore my way entrepreneur fits in. Being a mom, that's just daily duties and whatnot as well as a wife. Blogging and vlogging started with my wellness journey so I didn't expect it to turn out huge this way but alhamdulillah it's just been funny and ups and downs and that's how it's been and i think it's important that we get with the picture get with the times and (laughs) social media is taking the world by storm so we have to jump on the bandwagon or we'll be left far behind so on instagram you're known as at bling by binte and i know this was has been around for very many years um so what was you know it's an interesting name and what was this about Well, strangely enough, a few years ago, um, my husband purchased this online store for me, which was called Bling by Bint. So the inspiration behind the name Bling by Bint was probably the previous owners, but I took it on and kind of made it my own and my own identity um, by retailing abayas and that type of thing. But just it just wasn't me. I, I never had any passion from it, never had any like fulfillment from it. So gave it up very quick and just sort of took time off. And in that interim found myself, basically, that's just what it is. Alhamdulillah. And I think when you speak about finding yourself, that's often, you know, something difficult because not many people are able to do that. And it takes some time, it takes years and maybe even experiences and, you know, different times and situations to find themselves. And so very quickly, what advice would you give to someone who's looking at, you know, trying to find themselves? I think um, growing up, we brought up in a very like cliched environment, different times, you know. So growing up, I was brought up like, you know, in an environment where I didn't even complete my matric. So when I got married and my my in-laws were all like all about education and all about all of that, alhamdulillah, I did complete uh, my Islamic studies and I did do Islamic law at university in Durban, but I still had that burning desire that I need to complete my matric. So strangely enough, heavily pregnant with my second child and had a first child, I completed my matric being married and tapped myself on the shoulder and said, well, if I can do it, any person can do it. And that was where my journey started. 
Wow, that's absolutely beautiful, mashallah. And I think that does take a lot of enthusiasm and determination on your part. And definitely, I mean, being a mom and being pregnant, as you mentioned, uh, going forth and doing your matric, that's an amazing achievement, alhamdulillah. And like you said, you know, if you are in those circumstances and you're able to achieve it, then I think anybody, you know, can be able to finish and complete their matric, you know, if they haven't already. You know, in this circumstance, always, you know, the anaya of the Qur'an or, you know, a specific hadith perhaps is something that we can always turn to to give us that motivation and that boost of enthusiasm that we need. So which ayah of the Qur'an would you say is your favorite or one that you can perhaps resonate with? I think um, for me, it would be um, Certainly, every action is judged by intention because I think we live in a society that's filled with so much of hatred that people are very very quick to judge so people need to sit back and say you know what why did person a do this or person b do this we do not know any person's intention for anything so we need this ayah is from allah so we need to to realize this remember this that don't ever judge a person without knowing for a fact what their intention was to do anything whether it's finding themselves whether it's not finding themselves, whether it's not being on social media, whether it's not even having kids or not getting married. That's like such a huge thing nowadays. So that's my favorite Quranic ayah. No, absolutely. And I feel that you know, as a society and as a community, we judge people too much. And I think this is mainly more in Durban, I find. This. Yes, you go to Jansburg, And I think it's time that we need to stop that and you know, start looking at ourselves rather and working on focusing on yourself to become a better person rather than judging. Yeah. And as you said, you know, uh, I'm barely 21 and it's still like ridiculous. When are you getting married? Mm-hmm. And I think it doesn't stop. Like when you're married, okay, are you getting kids? I think I came from Peter Maritzburg, so I always assumed that Pitchmasburg was a small town so yeah. like whatever you do here everybody will know but um, it's the same I think when you come to Durban also it's it's the exact same but I think it's to do with culture I seriously think it's to do with Indian culture and certain cultures that are just very inundated with this that's yeah, just Martin yeah it's inculcated in us also and we bring yeah. our kids up in the same way and at some point it needs to be you know there's a stop that needs to be put here yeah. So, you know, when it comes to your wonderful creation of Vintage's Kitchen, what was the inspiration to start this up? So, basically, I have PCO, which is polycystic ovarian, and part of that is like insulin resistance. Mm -hmm. So, when you're insulin resistant, you have like major sugar cravings. That's Mm -hmm. me. So I found it very hard to like resist an ankatai or something like that. So I started for myself creating things that are like made with xylitol or things that have no refined flowers or no refined sugars in it and then I started just giving friends and family and bloggers and things like that and asking them for their opinion like do you think this tastes nice or how does it taste and I was getting like good feedback then I said you know what there's a niche in the market for this let me say bismillah and try something that maybe this is my passion and alhamdulillah I I never thought that it would flourish this way and that it would be so positive and that's all it's been thus far positive alhamdulillah that's spectacular I think you know many many people who do uh, start businesses and many entrepreneurs I don't think they expect their business to flourish in such you know unimaginable ways and I think yours has alhamdulillah and I know that it has you know flourished to such a degree that you're even supplying stores and I think that's definitely a great achievement 
Yes, I supply Delta, mm-hmm. who is like she has almost everything in that <laughs> shop. So I do supply her, and I supply a lady in Pittsburgh. And currently looking at supplying like major stores. We we still in talking, mm-hmm. but there's a lot of like fine print involved in that. So mm-hmm. that was my ultimate goal. But inshallah, slow baby steps. <laughs> so you supply locally. You know, are there any plans for then you know supplying people in Cape Town and Johannesburg, perhaps nationally, internationally? So next week, actually, funny you ask, is um, I am going to Johannesburg for a business thing, and hopefully, I hope it becomes lucrative. So we look forward to seeing what comes out of it. Inshallah, I mean, and I pray totally for your success of your business. It's definitely a wonderful creation that you have here because many people nowadays are looking for and healthy alternatives in many, you know, uh, aspects of their lives. They're trying to look at ways in which, you know, we can cut down our weight, ways in which to just feel healthier and be fitter. And many people enjoy a cup of tea or a cup of coffee, you know, before they get to bed. And you're always looking for something to indulge in. And I think this is, you know, definitely a way in which you can have your indulgence but it's guilt-free um you know sugar-free as you said gluten-free and carb-free i think this is definitely you know a wonderful opportunity so really well done to you so you have many roles that you play in your life i mean from being a mother to a daughter a friend a wife um and it can be really taxing at times and very difficult to deal with uh, especially having a special needs child and we all blessed with the same 24 hours in a day so how do you get through well, I'm all about keeping it real. So mm-hmm. let's keep it real. Um, it's crazy. There's never a day that it's not crazy. And there's never a day that I don't forget something. I'm very forgetful. But I think that I try to always write notes. I try to have a diary. I try to fit in things. And at the same time, I feel like life is about balance. So if I forgot something, then well, just pick up the pieces and move on. It is crazy. It's very crazy. Most of my friends know me as being forgetful. I try to balance with time management. So for example, the morning part is business, vlogging, blogging, that type of thing. At a certain point, there's a cutoff. So the cutoff would then be um, my kids pick up, drop off lunch and cooking. And then again, I have a little time in the afternoon to sort of have meetings and whatnot. And then again, it's being back to being a wife and mom and that type of thing. So yeah, it's about key is balance. Mm, that is true. I think balance and moderation is extremely important in any aspect of our life. And particularly if someone wants to look at having a healthier lifestyle, I think that's, you know, very vital there. But, you know, to be able to achieve as much as you've achieved over the years, uh, alhamdulillah, you have to have some sort of a support system. So who or what would that be for you? Okay, so I firmly believe that um, your circle or your crew has to be people that support you in whatever it is you do. So for me, I have friends dating back to from the age of 13, I would say. Um, Those are my Peter Maritzburg friends, and I really love them dearly, and they're my spiritual sort of guidance, so to say, um, and to like put a stop to anything that I may need spiritual guidance for. And thereafter, I have um, a group of friends that we sort of do vlogging and blogging with, and my inner crew. So alhamdulillah, what I found with us is that we're there to support each other in business, in life, in whatever. 
um, no, it's like not a, a competition of envy, but yet a competition of bitterness, if that somewhat makes mm, sense, mm. you know, like strive to make a person better in their business or strive to make a person a better mom or a better wife or whatever it may be. But um, it's very hard to find that nowadays, that find somebody to support you. And yet the other person could also be doing the same thing, mm-hmm. you know. And I think that's important to have this, as you said, woman power and everybody supporting each other. And even if they're doing the same thing, and yeah. I think that's important also because at the end of the day, what people also need to remember is that it's takdeer. So you can be doing, you know, whatever it is that you're doing, for example, the business that's yours. And if someone does it similar to you, then whatever's written for us is what's going to come our way. I agree. And sometimes um, I think it was Coco Chanel, I'm not even sure who said this, but um, you should actually feel, give yourself a tap on your shoulder if somebody is copying you because that just means greatness. Like somebody's trying to like copy you. So in business, <laughs> I'm talking about. So Alhamdulillah, you've recently been nominated for the Adiva Businesswoman of the Year Award. How was that experience? Um, Alhamdulillah, that was like super, super amazing for me. It was like surreal. Because I felt that I started off with Adiva Business Network. I think it was in 2016. I never in my wildest dreams did I ever think that I would be nominated in the top 16, let alone come out number three. So I'm very, very grateful for that, alhamdulillah. So social media has taken the world by storm. Like I mentioned earlier, you either jump on the bandwagon or it leaves you behind. So, you know, you've chosen to jump on the bandwagon. So do you find it difficult to blog or vlog your way through life? And are the expectations of social media difficult to keep up with constantly? I think the expectations of social media somewhat, um, sometimes it's not real. Um, It is hard to keep up with the reality sometimes um but i am all about keeping it real so alhamdulillah um i try to find a balance when it comes to blogging and blogging and i try to keep it real but it it is hard it is hard but as you said you have to jump at the bandwagon and um although i'm not a millennial per se by age (laughs) but i consider myself a millennial (laughs) you are as young as you feel definitely We often find it so easy to fake our way through things like fake relationships, fake emotions, and generally, you know, most things, it's just fake. And you, and as a person, you love to keep it real. So what advice can you share on keeping it real? I would like to say that keeping it real means having a balance. So there probably will be a day where uh, on the six days of exercise, you might not want to exercise. I think then you need to have that cheat day. That's about having balance. Or if you need a spa day, then give yourself a spa day. Don't like set goals that are unreal because really and truly you will just like fizzle so fast that um, you won't you wouldn't even reach that goal. So when I say keeping it real, I mean keep your relationship real because. There's no such thing as a perfect couple or there's no such thing as a perfect mom because moms make mistakes. Moms forget to sometimes even make lunch or moms forget to pick up kids on time or when it comes to being a wife. There's no such thing as a perfect wife. We are human and therefore we are. So we need to tap ourselves on our shoulder when we have a positive day or when we have a day that just has been smooth, for example, because we are human. The only person that's perfect is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So we need to accept that and believe that.
and i think that is that's very important and like we spoke about earlier it's also to do with judging people and we should move away from doing that as well in order to keep ourselves real to maintain that i think you also have to look within yourself and make sure you are looking at yourself only and not you know worrying about the next person and by looking at that you're also able to see whether you're fake or not i think yes. yeah so you've recently been a part of a wonderful exercise and fitness regime with two great professionals in the field. How did this journey first begin and how are you experiencing it as it's going along? So firstly, I think I was so humbled when uh, Atila from The Rock Workout and Dr. Baker um, both took me on. I felt mm. that, you know what, this was definitely divine intervention because they took their time and their effort to sort of make me a better, healthier me. So um, Dr. Baker does my diet and she does my skin and Adila does my exercise and they persevered, as I said, with my highs and lows and everything to get to to where I am now. So I, I have to thank them for that because I firmly believe in life. One should not forget humble beginnings. So yes, that was my humble beginning to where I am now. Yeah. And that journey has been life-changing for you? Most definitely, because I think slowly shedding kilo mm. by kilo and feeling healthier has definitely been. I think for me, the key po- thing that I did mention, even on social media, was the fact that I could stand and eat salah again. For me, that was key because being a young woman unable to stand and eat salah was really, really eating away at me. So the first time I could stand and eat my salah was something for me. And I was like, this is it. If I can stand and eat salad today, then tomorrow I can run on the field with my son. Something which I could, like was lazy to do. I would rather sit back, eat popcorn and watch series. Then, you know, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, and I think that that really does impact me uh, personally because I think this is something we all take for granted. Standing and eating salad, yeah. like you mentioned. And the thing here is that it's not that you had any, you know, serious ailment or Nothing. anything. It was just, you know, like a laziness. Self-inflicted. <laughs> self-inflicted misery right. or self-inflicted pity or yeah. I don't even know what to call it but as the weight sort of increased it just becomes an illness yeah and um and it just stays that way so mm. um and i resonate a lot with that this but i think once you begin on an exercise journey and a fitness journey it's just smooth sailing from there onwards and i think you know when the same with me when i started on an exercise regime it's important to maintain and have that positive look outlook on life and once you do exercise i think you know um when you release the endorphins how much yes. you know, better you feel at definitely the end of the day. and i think being a mom as well you needed that type of energy and running your business so yes you do and i think that um when you have good energy um people around you feel that energy also so when you have like bad energy people like don't even want to be near mm-hmm. you they were like they just want to stay away from you and your bad energy but if you're full of positivity all of all of the time and you like um inspire five people a day let's just say that is like your sadaka for the day if you look at it that way that's a beautiful way of looking at it so how would you then encourage who was once you know like you to embark on this amazing journey and to maintain it i think that the first step would be acknowledgement mm-hmm. um and once you acknowledge that um that you're ready to embark on a journey then i would say that the first step is diet and exercise so once you sort of change with with balance balance is key so don't start like now a 7 day deep like diet or something <laughs> from the net or whatever you always have to have professionals involved i firmly believe that um and someone to answer to 
So the fact that I had to answer every week regularly uh, by a way in or every week regularly with exercise or the days that I don't go for exercise, then I have to answer for that was really key for me. So uh, find somebody that fits with you as a person and then start from there. You know, as a woman, as we spoke, we're fulfilling many roles of being, you know, many different things uh, at once. And I know one particularly having a special needs child, it does tend to be extremely exhausting. Running a business as well is extremely exhausting. There's no, also no time limits. I think people and your clients will message you at odd hours of the yes. night and day and there's no boundaries Indeed. when it comes to that. So what does Bling by Binte or Fatima Mutala Mullah do for downtime or me time? I run away from Durban. <laughs> No, no, that's true. But um, I love reading. So and I love nature. And I do love running away from Durban. So when I do run away from Durban, um, it's either somewhere like on a beach or it's either somewhere in nature. And I love my hometown. And, and I know that people call it Sleepy Hollow. But for me, it isn't. It's just downtime catching up with people that may not be on social media, which are my friends from there. Not all are on social media. So they have no idea who Bling by Bint is <laughs> or they have no idea what blogging or vlogging is. All they know is good old me. So right. we sit, we catch up, we catch up on what books need to be read or um, just sitting and just enjoying food, that type of thing. That's me. I, I love being with people that just don't associate with me based on being a vlogger or a blogger i feel that's not like real i love friends that can associate Mm. with me based on like um just me Mm. like appreciating my likes That's wonderful, alhamdulillah. And I think being a people's person, that's good too. <laughs> to yes, be around people yeah. and imbibe their positive vibes. We are all affected negatively by hate or not keeping up in the, with the norms of society or because we don't look a certain way, we don't dress a certain way, we eat like this or whatever the case is. How do you manage to remain positive despite these challenges? Yo, this is like really like a deep question, I would say, because especially with regards to like, I, would, I wouldn't like to like take a particular caste system and, right. and, and really like yeah. smash them down. But for me personally, I think it, it does, as I said to you, mm. come with culture and caste mm. and that type mm. of thing. So first it's the weight. Then it's obviously like color, the type of skin color you are or the type of background. So Mehman, Surti, Urdu. These are things that I really wanted to sort of, you know, cut, cut, like I don't even know the word to use, but infuriates me basically. So I feel that me being the size that I am, the color that I am, Alhamdulillah, I have no issues with this color. (laughs) But there are people out there or the older generation that really feel that that is not beauty or the size is not beauty. And then you look back and you think that have they forgotten their iman? Because Allah is beautiful and whatever he has created is beauty. So Nabi Sassam said that the person under him will be Hazrat Bilal and he is blacker than like a beauty spot that's from hadith so um i think that breaking away the barriers of of the old normality for me is what i think needs to be done and breaking Mm. away from that type of stereotypical negativity absolutely and i think it comes down then again to judging people and of course trying to let go of that so that is what's really important 
Shukran so much, Fatima, for your time this uh, afternoon chatting to us. It's really an honor to be able to chat to you about your life, experiences, and the challenges that you've faced. And uh, we pray that, inshallah, Allah Ta'ala grants you complete success in your business and your life as well. Shukran for having me, Samaya. I really appreciate it, and I am humbled. And amin to all of your du'as. Alhamdulillah. Assalamu alaikum. Wa alaikum. That's it for today. We hope you enjoyed it and that our guests added value to your life and most importantly, inspired you to live with purpose. Don't forget to forward all suggestions to info at accidentalmuslims.com and follow us on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter. Until next time, Assalamu Alaikum.